astral spider and it still crawls around the room i'm seeing it astral spiders mm. love 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 psychic energy warning the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based on psychic impressions and true life events that may be potentially frightening and or disturbing to some viewers any of the information that is shared in this production should not replace the advice of medical professionals and is intended for general purposes only. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. My name is Chastity, a.k.a. the Luminary Luna Beams. And I'm Emily, the Fine Art Medium. And we're two mediums that specialize in the paranormal. Our purpose is to shed light on what goes bump in the night. That's why we call this podcast Lights at Midnight Lamp. Bing. Ah. So today, guys, we are going to start our listener stories. And our first listener stories are coming from Megan today. Uh, she's super awesome, special. We really like Megan. She's got four total stories. It probably. It's about 10 minutes long max with the audio. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead uh, here shortly and listen to her stories. And then we're going to intuitively interpret some information about them and uh, see what we can kind of pull in from spirit. Also, too, we'll be integrating. Emily's got the REM pod Mickey in the background. Mm -hmm. And then um, I've got some cards maybe to use later to validate because this is season the season of integration. So we're going to integrate the things that we talked about and learned and taught everybody last season. And we're just going to have a little bit of fun today. Also, we have some more Seer app images to share, which I find quite interesting. But yeah, that's pretty much going to be it for today's episode. Um, but first, as always, we're going to do this week's experiences emily what you got for us so i can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before in the morning at like four where i saw that shadow figure on my fiance's side of the bed and i think it had to do with me doing the um the glatzel family haunting and arnie johnson um, so it's based off of the documentary on Netflix, The Devil on Trial, the new one that was just released, or The Devil Made Me Do It case with Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm -hmm. So I suspect it has to do with that. But yeah, essentially I woke up and I'm walking at this point. So it's not like I'm dreaming or anything. But through my third eye, I see it just standing there lurking. And because I'm still like tired and groggy. I'm just like, yo, I am not playing games today or right now because I am sleepy and I just can't. So please leave. And then it left. So I just yeah. thought it was weird. And then yeah. I noticed my memory's been really shitty and I'm not sure if it's my medication or if it's paranormal related. Right. Right. Yeah, we both were a little sleepy today, which we're yeah. going to talk about here, I guess, soon. But yeah, it's been an interesting week for sure. Um, paranormal wise, are you done with your this week's experiences? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So there's been a couple things and I had two I wanted to share and I forgot about one of them already, but uh, maybe it'll come back to me by the time I get done with this and it's super short, but because um, I can't really share a whole lot of information, but I can say that um, we had a family friend pass away and this was yesterday and I saw my mother three nights ago and um, she said that this fam a family friend had had an incident and I said, I think he's passing. Uh, and as soon as I said that, his mother come in. And she's already in spirit. And she come in from my left side. My arm got tingly and I felt her come down. And she was in the light because there was light completely behind her. Um, and she was just kind of smiling and nodding. And my mom wanted to talk to her. And she was like, um, basically, she said something along the lines of like, I love you. Take care of so-and-so. And... -so, and She's like, tell her I said this. I'm like, mom, she can hear you, you know, because she's kind of, my God's helped to bring her down, but I just found it to be, you know, very interesting that, um, you know, ended up uh, kind of connecting with his mom a couple days before he passed. So, um, especially with my mom, it was one of her friends. So she's, you know, she's kind of grieving right now. And I had one more. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Anyways, I guess if I remember, I'll share it later. I know we've only it's only been one week since we recorded, so I've been kind of ch chilling since the whole Waverly thing because I noticed I cut my cords on Monday with Waverly, and I was like, mm -mm, done. And I haven't had any like weird stuff since. Mm -hmm. uh, any weird body pains associated, like because I was having a pain in my chest right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like right here for three days. And That's kind of where mine is, but like in the boob area. Yeah, it's like right at the top for me. Yeah, that's where it um, was. Mm-hmm. It was like right here. And then um, I was having a neuropathy. And I already have a little bit of neuropathy. Well, not a little bit. I have a lot of neuropathy at times. But I was having issues with like half of my body going tingly and stuff. But I do have like my spine issues. So was very hard to gauge um but luckily all that is kind of over with christy so far i don't think has had any paranormal experiences um you know still chatting with her still talking with her and everything so but since then um i think that's about it for this week's experiences i know they're nothing super crazy but mm -hmm. that's okay it's okay not to be crazy sometimes. Yeah. It's a break, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Well, I guess we could go ahead and start off um, by go ahead and playing Megan's clips. So that's what we're going to go ahead and do. We're going to listen to her stories and uh, then we'll reconvene. I just finished listening to the Lights at Midnight podcast and I wanted to submit a story for you guys. Um, this happened probably about a year ago. I fell asleep, and while I was sleeping, and this happened immediately, I astral projected, and there was a huge black spider on my window, and it took up my whole window, so it had to be at least three feet tall, three feet wide, and it was a black shadow. It was a giant spider. I saw it, and I felt that instant fear in my stomach, and I knew it was evil. And I telepathically shouted at it, no. 
because I knew it was trying to come into me. And so I shouted no in my head and then it disappeared. And then I suddenly woke up and turned the lights on and I couldn't believe that that happened. It was so, it happened so instantly. When I turned the light on, I thought I was awake the whole time. And that's how it felt. And I knew it was an astral projection experience. And I never sensed the entity around me. And I knew, I just felt the power coming from within me and telepathic, telepathically shouted no with the full force of my power from being an ancient soul and told it to basically get the F out. And it never came back. And that was a really powerful experience I wanted to share with you guys. And I've got another story to share with you. And this one is kind of a series of things that happened to me. Um, so a lot of stuff happens to me when I'm falling asleep and sometimes when I first wake up. So in my room, um, I saw, I've seen a number of times things that are on my wall floating off the wall, if that makes sense. So necklaces and this little, um, piece I had that had dangling things coming from it. The little dangling things were floating up. Um, I've also seen things in my room kind of going up the wall, like just a little object and I'll reach out to touch it and I can't physically see it, but it's like, I know I saw it and it's happened so many times. Um, and one of the most unusual ones, I was falling asleep and this thing came into my room and I didn't get an, it was like, I got a neutral vibe from it, if that makes sense. Cause it didn't freak me out. It was more just like, what, what the fuck is that? Um, it was, it almost looked as extraterrestrial, but I don't know that it was, it was a round object and it looked gray to me. Um, it was a round, a kind of flat object, wasn't super big, maybe, um, four or five inches and it had little spikes on the sides and it was rotating kind of like, you know, your classic spaceship. And it, I felt it looking at me and I was just like, I don't know what this is. And I watched it for a little bit and then it disappeared. Um, so yeah, that's just, I don't know if that's helpful to you guys, but that kind of thing, like that little object thing, I've never seen that again. And it doesn't happen every night, but I have seen things like that, you know, things floating or little things in my room so many times that now I'm just used to it. <laughs> it's like, again, it doesn't happen every night, but it's just like, oh, okay, this is happening again, you know, and I'm not sure, like, after listening to you guys, if it's, sometimes it's things that I'm doing where I'm making things float or whatever a little bit. Again, it doesn't, um, at first I was like startled by it, but I've gotten so used to it. It doesn't feel, um, like it's something negative, if that makes sense. It doesn't feel necessarily like benevolent either, but I was in high school. My grandpa was in the hospital who I was super close with, and I was driving home with my mom from a late flute lesson. And I knew just absolutely knew that we needed to go see grandpa in the hospital. I had this strong, immediate knowing and we went there and because we did that my mom and i were present when my grandpa passed away if we had not gone there when i said to we would have missed it and he would have been alone in the hospital when he died so i was totally blown away and i tell you truly i just absolutely knew we needed to go there and i've had other experiences in my life of just absolutely knowing something um another quick story is when i was younger than that I was at home, you know, as an elementary school, and I knew that something was wrong with my dad. 
just had this clear knowing that something was wrong and I found out my dad was in this head-on collision. He fortunately survived, but I knew it before anyone else did. And I have many other <laughs> examples of clear knowing like that that are pretty amazing. And I tell people and they don't believe me, but I know that you at least are one of the ones that know the truth of this ability. Okay, I got just one more for today. <laughs> I'm stuck in traffic and I was thinking of other examples and I'll tell you something that happened more recently in my life. So my current husband, we were still dating and we were both working at Safeway. He was a baker and he mentioned to his dad and I that he wanted to be a welder. And as soon as he said that, I knew that he was going to be a welder one day. And he didn't actually become a welder until several years later, but it was like I knew when he said that, that that is going to happen for him. And I didn't tell him that until after he actually did become a welder. And of course he didn't believe me. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you're just saying that, but that really happened. And yeah, I have lots of like little examples of things like that, that happen. Um, I've also experienced some of the negative things with the ability as far as um, negative entities, okay? but I've gotten better at being able to discern what are my thoughts versus not my thoughts and that type of thing. So yeah, just wanted to share that. Okay. So the, where I want to start here is with like where she talks about seeing things floating in her room. And I feel like she's very similar to me and has that ability to manifest energy and poltergeist-like energy and PK energy manifestations. So when it comes to that, I think that's what it is. And Right. Okay. So pretty much where she's so sensitive, where she has uh, very intuitive abilities, she's very claircognizant because um, she is a Gemini. Okay. And just to have full transparency, I did an astrological uh, reading for her two weeks ago. So now I know her intuitive profile because I want to be very transparent. I don't want to act like this is, you know, my first time talking to her or anything. It's not like that. But really what I'm feeling is there, you're right. She, she's very much like you, but her intuition, her intuitive abilities brings in things. Um, it's bringing stuff to her. She's a lighthouse. But also, too, mm -hmm. she practices astral traveling like you. And when you practice doing that, you're actually opening up doorways and gateways. And Spirit's saying you're actually breaking down your own grids in your house. Um, and that you'll have to repair them and close them up. So, um, basically, what I'm seeing is where she's seeing this stuff in her room, I would say it's on or near the same wall as she saw the astral spider. Um, so she was talking about the round flat object with spikes. That is some type of, I'm, I mean, she's got elementals and although she's on the cusp of Gemini and Taurus. So you have an earth sign and you have an air sign. So, you know, she's very claircognizant. But she's also very, like, grounded at the same time. She has the ability to balance out that stuff. But it also makes her susceptible to uh, elementals more so because of her earth energy. Um, and I'm wondering if that was just some form of energy. 
and I'm not quite sure exactly what it is. I don't feel like it's extraterrestrial. I got a thought personal. form. Okay. Yeah. So it, for me, it's some type of just energy mm -hmm. uh, that's manifested into something. It's not necessarily from that. And, but I think for me, it's external. I don't think it come from her. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the grids in her house, especially in her room, because I feel like this is where she does a lot of her meditating. This is where she does a lot of her resting. Um, and yeah, so for me, the grids are broken down. There is an astral doorway in this part of your space, um, Megan. And that is something that will continue to be open, that it can be closed. But if you, um, and it's something you can work with, but at the same time there, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, it's something that has to be managed and cleared. And I'm not saying you don't clear. I don't know your current, <clears throat> excuse me, clearing routines. But um, for me, I think that's why you have these experiences coming through. And it's something, in my personal opinion, that will need to be regulated. That's something that'll need to be, like your grids need to be fixed in your room, in your house probably. But you're literally like a beacon of light. There, Anything's just coming to you. And um, interestingly enough, so I decided to run the Seer app for like maybe, I don't know, just a few minutes. And I just asked, I said, hey, what about the astral spider? <clears throat> and we're going to insert the clip. Um, you'll see this here. Uh, basically, you'll see it's like a doorway. And up top, it's rolling. It's got like colors and waves rolling at the top, but there is a doorway. Um, and, and that's validating. And then there's another picture that we'll get to, I guess, here in a sec. But it doesn't fit right here. But it does fit somewhere else from the Seer app. I'm actually starting to enjoy it a little bit. But... Um, that's kind of how I feel about that area. There is some type of rift in the grid for me. Mm -hmm. When I saw I when I saw the picture, like the rainbowy one you showed me, that's immediately what I thought of was like the astral realm doors, mm -hmm. similar to my situation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else would you like to go to next? So. Let's talk. Well, okay. So the whole being tired thing before us recording, I you were like, you know what? Spirit's probably trying to put us into a meditation. So that's what I did. And I started picking up an earthbound spirit. And I picked up an older woman with short, light hair, petite, looks between 70s and maybe early 80s in age. Yeah. And then after that, I started seeing a dark, shorter hair, um, feminine looking, like, being with a skeletal face, and it was really creepy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Mm -hmm. And that's what you got for the earthy? Yeah. So okay. I don't know if it's two separate ones or if it's of the same. Okay, so I pick up, um, I definitely pick up a woman energy. And I'm wondering if that is associated uh, to her energy drain as well. I almost feel like she may have lived there, lived in the area. But I also feel like there's a man in this mm -hmm. space as well, a masculine energy um, in the space as well. And I don't, I don't think they're connected. He feels like he would have passed at a younger age. 
and I don't mean like a child, I mean like an adult, but at a younger age, more so than you would think. Um, I think she's what's causing it. Yeah. Energy drain. And when she was talking about the necklaces, it made me think of this lady. Mm-hmm. It's like floating and stuff. Um, I don't know why. I don't, I think, I don't want to say it's even like a fractal or a residual because there's some residual energy in this place she's in yeah um for sure like every place has residual but residual energy as in like this lady i think she come i think she's attracted to her because of her life yeah and yeah because she's and i don't think she really means any harm either Mm -hmm. good personally i don't feel like she's there to try to hurt her but we know it's not good to have yeah round i think I, the lady's a threat i think the the first one i saw with like the short light hair i don't see her as the threat Mm-mm. i'm wondering no. like though with the what i was seeing with like the skeletal face if it's just like it being draining and it's like the symbol for that right it could be it very well could be um i definitely think the old lady's draining from her mm-hmm. i just channeled in the man or the male masculine energy so i haven't re- really went anywhere with that quite yet but i do feel like there is a man there mm-hmm. i heard she's pretty i fell asleep I before i got that far so <laughs> i don't yeah no i mean because i'm channeling as we go so, yeah but that's what i'm hearing right now like, oh, she's pretty. I think he admires her. Mm-hmm. So this guy needs to go. Okay. And I'm not saying it's like, I, I don't know. It might be kind of the same thing. Uh, the dark because we're not always going to see the exact same, you know, thing yeah. uh, when we channel. But this guy, he gives me creepy vibes. I oh think he's what's, ooh, he's what's watching her. Yeah. And, you know, I just came to that realization. And at the beginning... It was, like, I had this feeling similar to, like, a spirit spouse, but not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, like, well, that's, that's what weird. this could be. Yeah, it could get to that point if left unchecked. Yeah. And, um, but then that's when I saw the females, and then that's when I kind of dropped it. But now that we're talking about it, I'm now going back, and now I can see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? I think, um, now... The woman, she does have a grandmother God. Um, and I don't know if it's it's probably I don't know if it's like her grandmother now. Yeah. Um, but it might be like a great grandmother. Grandmother grandmother on mother's side. She might not have ever known her either. If you hear papers, excuse me, that's because I'm I'm flipping through them right now, but I'm looking to see if I can find that somewhere. I'll look a little bit later, but I have that written down, I'm pretty sure. Is something I talked to her about, um, about having a grandmother God. And, and generally when I do my astrological stuff, it's just to focus on validating your intuitive gifts and understanding where they come from. So I don't really go super deep, um, into it, but, uh, yeah, I, there is a grandmother God coming in for her. That's in spirit mm-hmm. that helps her. So what else would you like to talk about? Well, okay. Um, so I was wondering if like that first person I saw with the short light hair was her grandmother, because it okay. gave it gave me that vibe. Yeah. 
because she had like this she was like between 70s and 80s so I feel like that was her and that I because I know I keep flipping back and forth between the dark short-haired skeletal face looking female and that's what's tripping me up because I'm having a trouble separating them so the grandmother God is not going to, for me, is not going to show herself the same as being in the house. Uh, so for me, the female woman I'm picking up, you'll have to probably discern this one for, you know, in your, in your own, uh, through your own gut feeling. But the woman I'm picking up in the house for me, I'm not really seeing her. I'm feeling her okay. right now. My, yeah, my sight right now is more on a downward incline because of the new moon. So uh, okay. that is, yeah, so I'll feel and know things more right now unless I get a direct vision. I'm going to say the older woman with the short light hair is her grandmother. And the dark short hair one with the skeletal face is the negative earthbound spirit that's draining her. Because she's she's giving the crone vibes. Yeah. yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. And why, uh... And you know what? That also makes me think if you've seen like the brown haired, like skeletony face, that means that they are in a state of need, like mm -hmm. energy need, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. That makes sense. And other things can come through here. Mm -hmm. Like, but I still feel like there's some type of guardian with her that is helping her manage this stuff. Plus, she's very strong like wield mm -hmm. like she has the ability to block out some of this stuff herself mm -hmm. so um which is good which hasn't 100 percent happened except for the portal -y area it's in a corner so megan i don't know hopefully this is this will come in clear enough but i feel like the window is near uh, it's maybe in the middle or near the corner of that wall and that's where you're seeing stuff because I, I feel like she's in bed for whatever reason, I feel like I'm sitting on, if, if the bed is up against the wall, I feel like I'm sitting on the left-hand side and the hubby's side is the right-hand side. Or, you know, my astral stuff can be flipped sometimes. Emily's hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like I'm sitting on the left side of the bed. There's a coffee table next to me. There is a window somewhat in front of me and then to the window to the wall. <laughs> it's like, um, it's over in the corner, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of where this windowy wall corner area like over here from where I'm sitting is where I feel like this space opens up and it almost looks like a grid I mean it looks like a grid but it looks like a like I'm looking down a tunnel like think of lines and they're just going it's like a warm hole kind of yeah mm -hmm. um like space time yeah mm-hmm that's kind of how I feel. Um, but things can come through here. I'm just, I'm, I'm hearing now there's somebody that governs this that helps keep the super bad things out. Yeah. But she's on this path, like, um, like she's, you know, she knows when she said, you know, like we're some of the only people that will believe her. Um, she has tons of family support, but not in the sense of what she's experiencing because they have different you know, belief systems, which is normal for people like us. It takes a lot of um, time to kind of integrate this into your life for mm -hmm. some people. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it is. Cause she's like on her learning journey still like, but she's, she's very 
very intuitive. Mm -hmm. So this doesn't surprise me at all Mm -hmm. whatsoever, which I think that's why the astral spider come in. Yeah. Astral spiders Mm -hmm. love, 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 love psychic energy. Mm -hmm. They feed off that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know why I want to say this, but I feel like things get misplaced around the house um as well like you might sit something down and you knew you sat it there you're like oh my god I sat it there and you won't you mm-hmm. won't be able to find it for a while and it'll just pop back up and i think that's partially due to the woman that's there and it is an older woman she uh she is she gives me crone energy yeah so but yeah the astral spider i think is a part of her energy drain too mhm oh yeah I, I, yeah, the astral spider, and it still crawls around the room. I'm seeing it because I'm sitting on this side of the bed. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm seeing cream colors and, like, light blues. Very contemporary, but the, the light from this window. Now, if the window is not in the right place, Spirit's telling me that might be one of the doorways. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I will see, like, doors and windows in people's rooms that aren't actually there. But I see him in spirit. So just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. But um, so got some cards. We'll see if Mickey go off, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Is it my poltergeist uh, PK energy or is it something else? Yeah, <laughs> depends. Depends on which day it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, let's see if we want to validate anything. Let's find out some more about this. Um this skeletor thing skeletor skeletor we're gonna call it skeletor oh i did get the death quilt and the home alcohol home death i always pull seven okay it's gonna be really hard not to show it i'm just gonna go with this because it makes sense four of them popped out at the same time we've pulled some cards you probably noticed a little cutty there because it took a while and I decided to use a super awesome deck. I can only show you this side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the U card come out because it's Emily's deck and she's still working on getting everything squared away. But um, basically, you loved ones are nearby. So meaning you as in like you are manifesting some of this through your actions, which is not, we're not saying that it's a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just something that has to uh, be managed and learned how to uh, be managed completely. And you're doing a really good job at it now. I just want to make that very clear. But it's just something to understand. It's something that we've had to learn the hard way, (laughs) honestly. Um, Next one is the loved ones are close. I'm using different words, too, than on the cards. (laughs) I'm trying to give a lot away. Uh, The loved ones are close. Meaning that I think that's validating that your uh, grandmother, wouldn't you say, Emily? Yeah, I think the woman I was picking up, well, the one was her grandmother. Yeah. And then the next one is like uh, poltergeisty mm-hmm. activity. That one come out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, interestingly enough, can we show one? Which one is it? The circle. Yeah, I think I've shared it on on Instagram. Okay, 
So one of them is, this one is the main one. I, there's two that I'd like to show, but we're, if Emily lets us, we will. But this one is the negativity absorber. Mm -hmm. So basically you see how it looks like a disc. And I remember talking to her about this one. She's like, is this, would this be good? I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering if the disc, we were talking about this. I wonder if the disc actually in your room, you were seeing spinning. And it, because the way I saw it was like light too. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it was actually clearing up residual energy. Mm-hmm negativity absorber yeah see what i'm saying yeah and then the last one is no boundaries like not having boundaries and let's just say it looks very similar to what i was explaining to you share uh, well, it go I ahead you huh <laughs> i said share it go ahead okay so this is really interesting yeah you were talking about a window and astral doors yeah about at night so um because it, it Sooner or later, we'll be able to share these more. I'm sure yeah. Emily's still getting all of her stuff done, but I'll be happy to send Megan a copy or a, a picture of this. Would you allow that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, since we know Megan and stuff, we'll send her a picture of these. I thought it'd be really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what's happening. We were going to do the lady. We still haven't got that far yet. Emily, do you have any cards nearby? Do you want to pull some? Are they already packed up? They're like packed up. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But the lady, I will say that uh, the person in the with the skull, I got these three cards and I could go further if I really wanted to. And I'll tell you what I mean. This is the death quilt. It's like pieces of the puzzle. This person in life struggled. Uh, I, this for me, and I'm just reading this intuitively with alcohol and addiction, uh, in the rounds surrounding their home life and it, between the choices that they made, it built the bed that they laid in. And this is in reverse death quilt. They passed away because of those things. And in life, they constantly gave and gave and gave. And I do feel like, I don't know if you agree with this, but this would be a fractured piece of somebody. Like, this is like a soulless piece of somebody mm. hanging around. Almost like it doesn't. And the one that's absorbing, that's sucking the energy. That's the skull. We really should investigate that more because I feel like there's a lot more to it. Mm -hmm. There's definitely something more to it. So, skeletory thing. Yeah. Emily and I were talking. We think it's like, it doesn't have a lot of personality. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's really got only a couple objectives and that's why I think it was human, but it's a fractal. And the cards that I got that I just showed, um, I think that's part of like the progression. I don't, I think this person honestly is passed on. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I think they've mostly passed on, but there's still pieces left behind. Yeah, like I mean, to me, go ahead. I was going to say, because it does feel very blah and like it's just wandering. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a lot of different. And I mean, a lot of times earthbound spirits, for me, they have, they have personality. This thing is just like. Yeah, blah, blah. just drifting. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't have a lot of energy and mm -hmm. it's trying to absorb energy. And maybe it's actually trying to like manifest Mm -hmm. and do things you know 
um, is trying to gain energy to become, if this thing was allowed to continue to grow, it could turn into something really dark. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll definitely, um, want to talk about that. Is there anything else you want to add to the channeling? Mm, no. Okay. Um, you know, you, you have a lot going on, Megan, but it's not all super negative. I don't really get an extremely negative vibe around you or in your space. Again, uh, you have people around you protecting, in my opinion. Um, and we would like to, I mean, I think a good clearing of your space and understanding exactly how this this continues to happen will change a lot because you're very clear cognizant and you'll be able to you know uh being clear clear cognizant and just in people in general we have the ability to construct what's around us just like when you commanded that spider entity to like stop no you have the same ability to use that in a sense to be able to clear out things and close things around your house. And with more practice, I think you'll be able to do this more fluently. Mm -hmm. Oh, I will say though, I was feeling a little woo, like woozy, not like nauseous or anything, but like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just all it like here, like in my eyes and head. And it just felt like not dizzy, but like, like the beginnings of maybe being dizzy, but not dizzy. And maybe, right. like, disoriented. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've, I had a bit of anxiety, too. That could have just been me. But if we're going to talk about that, just right before we started. Mm -hmm. So, Megan, you can let us know if any of this really resonates with you. Um, because I, I really feel like that's about it. Like, the most of your issues in your home is to do with this portal. And we'd like to definitely hear feedback from you um, and see if any of this resonates. First off, um, my grandmother, who I am, was super close with, I spent a ton of time with my maternal grandparents growing up. Um, and I was very close with my grandma and my grandpa. So I know my grandmother is one of my spirit guides. Um, I believe that I have several other spirit guides and I know one of them is uh, Palladian because I am a Palladian starseed myself, and I believe I have a few others, but I know my grandma is one, and so I'm sure that's who you guys saw, and um, so it was really special to hear that you guys physically saw her. That's so cool. Um, now, as far as the other two earthbound spirits, um, that makes perfect sense to me. Actually, both of them do, but I'm not um, advanced enough quite yet the way that you are, Emily, and like how Melinda is and how Chastity is, like you guys are more advanced psychically so you can see this thing. Okay, so yeah, you guys can see them and I cannot see them um, unless I am in meditation or in between awake and asleep or for the most part, the things that I see are when I am sleeping um, and astral projecting as I sleep. Um, sometimes when I'm awake, I get visions in my mind where it's like I'm in two places at once, but um, but when you said there's these two, that made perfect sense because I definitely felt the draining and I felt um, something watching me and I even had an experience, and I didn't share this with you guys, where I was laying in, in my bed and I felt something freaking like spoon me from the back. 
and I it, like literally like somebody was there but there was nobody there and then I had this really kind of creepy dream where this person appeared to me like somebody that I knew but obviously I knew it wasn't them and they um I don't know if you can use this or not but they literally tried to have sex with me um so I'm assuming that it's that male energy and that song I always feel like somebody's watching me like that'll go through my head sometimes and it kind of tells me that and when I was listening to you guys this morning that song came up in my head again so that's really creepy and obviously with both of those energies what I would want is to try to help them um, you know basically cross over if I could or if they don't want to do that because I absolutely understand and respect free will then to get them to leave me alone um, I want to tell you guys that I have moved since uh, I had those experiences so I, I feel kind of bad because I did not realize in my attempt to astral project that I actually did the same thing that you did Emily because I didn't realize I was that successful you know I had this thing in my head of how this is supposed to be and what it would be like and these expectations and so I knew that I was able to achieve some of that like I said um, especially through when I was asleep having these actual experiences but I didn't realize that I was actually able to open a portal in my room so I say that and I feel bad because I moved and so I'm like crap I left an open portal in that place um, but you guys talking about that made absolute sense to me I know exactly the corner and it was right by my bed that you're talking about because that's where I saw most of the things and then there was a window that was um, on the same wall as that corner but it wasn't in the corner where I saw that astral spider. So totally validating all of that for you guys, 100%. Um, so that being said, I'm gonna re-listen to Emily, your video where you talked about um, opening portals by accident and how to close them and things like that. Because it's, you know, I'm trying to learn and grow and advance psychically and develop my mediumship skills and all that, but I also wanna be safe. And um, I'm obviously not trying to leave open doorways all over the place wherever I go. Um, so I'm not sure that in my new home that I've done that because I've actually been promoted since I moved. Uh, I got promoted actually right before we moved and I've been super busy at work. Um, so I haven't had as much time, like literally as much time to go into deep meditation, that kind of thing. So I'm not sure that I've done that again at my new home, but I have seen some things. So I probably have, um, unwittingly. Right. So I'll need to, um, like I said, rewatch that video and, and learn how to deal with that. Um, cause I want to be able to grow and develop, but also not, um, leave doorways open at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for that. And that's more, um, hopefully more validation for you guys. And, um, I'm assuming with the male that's trying to be a spiritual spouse, I don't know if I need to do some kind of banishment, but I will definitely want to, like I said, both those earthbound spirits, um, sorry, with the earthbound spirits, if I can help them, I want to, and I will, but if I cannot help them to cross over, then at least get them out of my space. Um, now the disc that I saw with the spikes, I could see that either being a thought form or something that was clearing energy like like i was saying i didn't feel any negativity from it but i didn't feel any benevolence either and the reason i thought maybe that's an alien is just because it looks so weird i've never seen anything like that so it's like okay what's this <laughs> um but that was definitely something i've never seen it again um and so it's really 
Um, it's cool to know that um, I've basically been more successful than I thought. And as far as in terms of like the astral projection and being able to advance psychically and so forth. Um, part of what I'm doing is it's like I have this duality in my life of I have my career that I'm really focused on and I want to achieve that financial success and stability for myself and my family and be able to provide uh, safe harbor down the road if my brother and my brother-in-law need need that. So it's important to me to have a successful career and be able to make enough money that I can do that while simultaneously I'm developing as much as I can in my knowledge and my abilities and um, going towards being able to help people both living and dead and so forth um, psychically and spiritually down the road. So definitely um, in the learning phase because I'm not able, like literally not able to go into long daily meditations, which I think would be required to advance quickly. So yeah, I was just trying to say, I'm trying to get um, as advanced as I can while simultaneously having this career where, you know, I'm literally gone 11, 12 hours, five days a week. Um, so basically it's in my time driving to and from work. And um, a lot of times when I'm at home, you know, I think about the these types of things and I research and so forth so I think that you know I'll prog I'll continue to progress it's just not going to be quite as quickly as if I had more time to again do really long focused meditations and things like that um so for now I um I listened to you guys when I was getting ready this morning and I took notes down um, I'll re-listen and if there's anything else I can think of I will send that along but definitely tons of validation for you guys and thank you again so much for your help and all that amazing information hey Emily sorry but there's one other thing I need to say <laughs> um I'm I've not sick but since about two weeks ago I feel a little bit dizzy but I know I'm not sick and so I think what it is is I'm getting better <laughs> from my psychic medium things when I'm thinking about certain things um, about that like I was thinking about the um, portal I suddenly got um, my head just got <laughs> really weird but again I'm not sick or anything so just a little bit dizzy and there was, uh, I think it was last week, I got really dizzy one day and it was weird. It reminds me of, sometimes that happens to you and I know it happens to Melinda sometimes. You just get really dizzy all of a sudden. Um, and it just happened to me when I was um, e emailing back to Chastity. So I was like, wait, I gotta tell you too that that's been happening to me um, lately. Anyway, sending you lots of love. I hope you're doing well. All right, guys, so we got Megan's validation. What do you think? Yay, nay. <laughs> Pretty awesome. We appreciate her doing that for sure. All right, so one thing I really want to talk about is the male Earthbound spirit because as Chas was talking about him earlier in the episode, I started to get a visual and I will insert the photo. And you've already seen the photo but I'm just saying, like, I was able to see what he looked like, hence the photo. And um, I do want to point out 
that I've had similar experiences to Megan with things pretending to be people I know and getting down and dirty, if you know what I mean. And every time it's like, typically when people be trying to do that on the astral realm, I would always question it first off because oftentimes a loved one isn't going to do that because to me, I kind of feel it like it's on the verge of low vibrational, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Yes. It just, I just don't know how to explain to everyone like why I'm at that conclusion. Um, I think a lot of people, it's not, it's more common than people want to admit. Yeah. Because people have these types of dreams. And I mean, she's even had the experience physically of being spooned while awake in bed. Yeah. And that does happen when you have spiritual spouses and lower vibrational things. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's a good time to state, and this is my personal belief, um, and I'm just going to say it. This is this is my truth. Mm -hmm. I don't think higher vibrational beings participate in those types of acts because it is a 3D act higher vibrational beings are full of love and light and they don't have a need to mm -hmm. perform the same types of acts that we do here on earth because the reason we do that act is not only an energy transfer here in the waking world 3d world um they are i don't want to use the word above those types of acts but there's no need for those types of acts in the higher realms. Lower realms, though, mm -hmm. that's a totally different story because they feed on that. And people that, and I'm not saying this is Megan or anything, but people that have had um, essay abuse will tend to experience this in, uh, from lower vibrational entities to be able to spark an emotional connection to a past event yep. that they can feed off of. Yep. So you you will hear of these things. And um, I'm not saying this has happened to Megan. We, you know, we're not going to have none of that validated. I'm just mm -hmm. saying for reference for somebody out there listening, you might think this is wild and crazy, but for some of y'all out there listening, you may have had this experience. And I felt it was important just for me to state this now. Um, I know some people disagree with that, but personally for me, that's how spirit has explained it to me. Well so. said, because I could feel like I know that I just didn't know how to put it into words so right. I 100% agree with you um that I feel like it's more of a 3d thing and those that are very high benevolent you know aren't going to do that because they're not of the 3d and they don't do the types of 3d things that lower vibration null things would do right Exactly. And mm -hmm. their even their existence is even somewhat different, even though it's composed of energy. The only way I know how to explain it is higher vibrations are lighter energy, lower vibrations are denser energy. Mm -hmm. And that's something spirit has explained to me as well. Therefore, you know, something higher, lighter energy is not as easily detected mm -hmm. and it's not detected in the same way psychically as lower vibrational ent uh, entities and that is my my personal interactions with spirits well yeah it makes so. sense because like when i was speaking to archangel michael he said that in order for me to see him more clearly i'd have to meet him at his vibration which is way higher than mine right, right. so that makes sense that the higher 
vibration a thing is, you know, the lighter the energy and you have to fine tune your frequency and vibration to theirs in order to communicate effectively. Right. And, you know, your guides can help you with getting there with a the higher vibrational. But if you directly, if a higher vibrational being, this is my experience, if higher vibrational beings come down and meet you and you rise up to them, if you do, it is a different feeling. Yes. It is a totally different feeling. Like, and for me, they come and sit in my auroric field, like just their, their, it's like a funnel of their energy, mm -hmm. so to speak. It's like literally what I'm visualizing is like a tunnel or a funnel of their energy coming into my auroric field so I can experience. And I've actually channeled for Emily like that before with a celestial high vibrational being. And it's totally different. My channeling, you can probably, you could probably validate this for me. My channeling is totally different when I have something like that come through. Like oh, it's yeah. wide open and it's a beautiful thing and it is different. But um, yeah, I mean, it was important, I think, to bring that up since she mentioned it. And we have mentioned this kind of stuff in the past, but it's not something we've really super duper touched on. So Yeah, and I think, like I was saying, it's important to obviously not participate if you have that control and or, you know, question it. And if you can to stop it because that's a feeding method for lower vibrational things. Yes. And if it's happening, if something like that, you feel like maybe something like that's like that's happening in your waking life outside of dreams, you can try to put uh, clear quartz and black tourmaline in between your mattresses and even put them beside of your bed mm -hmm. to kind of and, and purposefully put them like in a distinctive way or in a distinctive place to you know, intentionally, you got to intentionally form what you would consider to be a barrier because I had things messing with me on my bed and not necessarily in that sense, but I had something to try to like come up on my back one night and I've put, I still have crystals under my bed and mm -hmm. I do ever too. since then. Yeah. So that's something like we talked about and I learned a long time ago about putting them under your bed and it, it will help. Um, and there is help for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So just remember that you need to cleanse them and recharge them, though. So don't forget them underneath and make yeah. sure you rotate them and, you know, do that stuff, too. Yeah, you can do that or you can just you can clear them and recharge them and put them back for your designated crystals. Yeah, you can program them with that intention mm -hmm. for sure. Is there anything else you want to add about the validation? Um. So the portals... It's just, I mean, we kind of already talked about it, but I feel like in her new space and she's astral traveling more than she realizes it because I think people have this notion of what it's supposed to look like. And because of that, they don't realize they're, they don't realize that they're doing it and it can come across as like very vivid in lucid dreams. And so like you have people like, me, Megan, who, you know, to go and travel, we create portals, energetic portals. And yeah, so it's important to close them when you're done and at least try to have the intention to do it after. Like if you're doing a meditation where you're purposely trying to um, astral project to make sure like as part of your, whatchamacallit's. I can't think of the word for it. 
of your routine is to make sure everything's closed. Yeah. And it's easier sometimes said than done yes. because it, it's something that you have to really think about and work with your spirit team. And I want to add in, you know, at this point, it'd be a good time to say that Megan, I completely understand about your time constraints and how, you know, it is necessary to have that me time to be able to meditate or for me it's not just full meditations for me it's just time to where I can zone out and I can be sitting here watching tv and be off in another space and start receiving information so it is different for everybody but I just want to take the time to say that you know you are very intuitive so don't discredit, you know, I, you're not necessarily discrediting yourself, but I think you are a lot more intuitive than you give yourself credit for. And now that I say that out loud, I think me and you talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we did that astrology reading and, you know, you're sensing and feeling, and I want to make it a point, you know, in your house, like I even struggle, me and uh, Megan are both very claircognizant. And even sometimes I struggle in my house to see everything and that's where having an outsider perspective is so uh, don't be discouraged or anything uh, by not being able you felt the stuff and that's what matters I will see something so much clearer for somebody else than I can sometimes see it for myself because the energy's around and it's so familiar and you have to handle those things as they come and they still can be handled mm -hmm. but I just wanted to say that you know you're super intuitive and um, you've done a great job so far and we definitely will be able to help you close out. I, I feel like I can help you close out this portal and portal in the old house, even though you're not there because it has your energy tied to it. And I know for a fact that I can help cross over these entities. And you were saying, Megan, that, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, you want to cross them over and, you know, you believe in free will. Well, the old lady, she's not necessarily hurting you. The ones that are hurting you, they're violating universal laws and we can make them go no matter what. And I can have my spirit team take them. And um, I don't feel like it's going to be an extremely long process or anything. It might happen in seconds. It might take days. But I won't, we're going to, uh, for the listener, we're going to be talking to her tomorrow on a Zoom call for 20 or 30 minutes to let her ask more questions and stuff like that. And it's something that we probably, we're not going to add to any other episode. We had talked about it. And if it doesn't get extremely personal and Megan's okay with it, it might be something for us to save for a later project. And I'm not going to jinx it. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the um, very cool, the grandmother guide, I picked her up immediately. And that's, you know, I'm thinking now back to the video um, where I said, I think there's something there protecting her from the bad stuff. I think that's partially, that's part of the grandma. Mm -hmm. I want to say grandma gang. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's her spirit team. <laughs> yeah. The grandma gang. Mm -hmm. That's that just come out of nowhere. But like she does have, you know, spirits around her that are protecting her and they don't necessarily have to be around her in her physical space. Mm -hmm. They can be around her in an astral sense and protect her that way too. Because again, everything is mirrored. Um, you know, so we can definitely get that taken care of. And is there anything else you want to add, Emily? Well, I was going to say her Pleiadian um, spirit guides with her, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, a while back, oh, maybe not a while back, she had asked me, like, if she was Pleiadian, like a starseed. And, like, I think during one of my lives a while back, 
she asked me about her spirit guide. I forgot, but I remember seeing Pleiadian spirit guide, and I know she's there protecting her with her grandmother. They're kind of like a duo. Yeah, the yeah. grandma gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool but um mm-hmm. i also sent i haven't checked my emails because i ended up falling back asleep today but i've got to check my emails and see if uh megan has messaged me back because i had a dream the night before and i sent her a photo or like a really 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 rough sketch of a house that i saw in that mm-hmm. photo and i don't know if it's related but we'll find out tomorrow and i'm gonna that if it is then i'll be able to use that even more tomorrow to help her on my part um uh-huh. you know so I think that's going to be cool but yeah I think that's it we just wanted to hop on and like kind of sum up the validation and we greatly appreciate it so um we're going to go ahead and cut back into the actual video so getting ready to wrap it up guys yeah thank you Megan for your validations and uh yeah I think that's going to be it for this episode we're trying to keep them short and sweet from now on so until next time guys thank you megan for sharing your stories hey if you have a haunted story you want to share you can email us at lights at midnight podcast at gmail.com get in touch with us there we'd love to hear from you we really appreciate y'all hanging around and checking it out and yeah thank you so much we are super excited to bring you some super awesome content We really appreciate you guys checking us out. Thank you to all that took the time to listen to this week's episode. Your support means the world to us. And remember, all of us have the ability to shine brightly and shed positivity, even in the darkest of places. Stay safe, stay well, and light it up!